Hey guys, welcome back and thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Sherry. Today we're going to talk about a case that is very popular. It's been covered a whole lot and a movie and a TV show was even made about it. It's a really dramatic story and we have a whole lot to unpack here. This is the case of Gypsy Rose Blanchard. In 1967, a woman named Dee Dee was born in Louisiana. Her real name was Claudine, but everyone just called her Dee Dee. She had a typical childhood. Only real trouble she was ever in was petty theft and minor things like that. We'll fast forward to when she is 24. She gets pregnant by a man named Rod Blanchard. Rod is only 17 years old. The year is 1991, and they would have a daughter they named Gypsy Rose. Dee Dee liked the name Gypsy, and Rod liked the band Guns N' Roses, so her name would be Gypsy Rose. They get married, but it doesn't last for very long. Rod leaves. Dee Dee wanted him to stay, but he's young, and he felt he married for the wrong reasons. Dee Dee would be raising Gypsy all alone. Now, Rod was still involved in Gypsy's life. He doesn't have 100% access to Gypsy, but he did get some visitation and he sends Christmas presents and stuff. He's not some deadbeat dad. Gypsy is about three months old and Dee Dee tells Rod that Gypsy is suffering from sleep apnea. She takes her to the hospital for multiple sleep studies, and everyone is really worried. Well, each study came back, and the results were negative. Gypsy didn't have sleep apnea. They did other tests and said, nope, your baby girl is fine. No health issues. Dee Dee takes her from doctor to doctor for other opinions, but there was no sign of any medical condition. Dee Dee is convinced that Gypsy is suffering from multiple health issues and is telling people that Gypsy is this real fragile, sick baby girl. When Gypsy was seven years old, her mother made her walk everywhere using a walker. Well, one day she was riding on a motorcycle with her granddad around the yard. They have a minor accident and Gypsy scraped her knee. Nothing that needed stitches, just a few band-aids. Well, her mother decides that this would require several surgeries to fix. And from then on out, she made her use a wheelchair 100% of the time. The only time she didn't use the wheelchair was when it was just her and her mom at home. As Gypsy is growing up, her mother is still telling people that Gypsy has all these health conditions, diseases, and ailments. We're going to get into that in a minute. Everyone in town knows Dee Dee and Gypsy, and they were very charming and sweet, especially Gypsy. She's this fragile little girl who's in a wheelchair, and her mother works tirelessly taking care of her and all of her special needs. The trouble here is that there's absolutely nothing wrong with Gypsy. She has no diseases or medical condition. They were just fooling everyone. I say they, but in reality, it's just Dee Dee. Gypsy is a child and she's being told she has leukemia and all these other things, and she has no way to know that it's not true. Eventually, her mother makes her go everywhere in a wheelchair. Gypsy knows that she can walk, but she's not allowed to. Her mother tells her she has muscular dystrophy. Keep in mind throughout this story, Vic Gypsy is a victim of severe Munchausen by proxy. It's probably the worst case in history. 
Dee Dee had no other children, so it's just the two of them. Dee Dee was able to support the two of them on Rod's child support checks and the public housing that they were living in and also the public assistance they were getting for Gypsy having all these medical conditions. Gypsy was extremely sheltered. She was not allowed to talk to anyone without her mother there. She doesn't go to school. She doesn't have any friends except one or two neighbors, but she can't hang with them without Dee Dee supervising. Gypsy was also not allowed to speak at doctor's appointments. So when they were visiting the doctor, Dee Dee would tell them all of Gypsy's symptoms. I'm sure she was deciding what illness she wanted Gypsy to have and would research the symptoms online so she knew what to say when she got there. If Dee Dee didn't like the answer that she got, she would take her to another doctor and another doctor. Another way that Dee Dee was able to get away with this is that she told multiple doctors that all of Gypsy's medical records were destroyed during Hurricane Katrina. So the doctors can't prove that she's lying. They just believe her mom and continue writing prescriptions and doing surgeries. There was one doctor who noted that he found it strange that Gypsy was in a wheelchair, yet he can look at her calves and see some muscle definition. People who are confined to a wheelchair shouldn't have any real muscle in their legs. Just some of the things that were supposedly wrong with Gypsy are the following. Leukemia. Gypsy was told that she had leukemia. Her mother shaved her head because she said her hair was going to fall out anyway from the cancer treatments. She wanted Gypsy to look as sick as possible. She was also given cancer medications that she was taking every day. And these cancer meds are not like children's Tylenol. These things are like strong, strong narcotics. I mean, it's to have to, you know, give this to a perfectly healthy person is just unbelievable. Muscular dystrophy. Dee Dee had Gypsy tested for muscular dystrophy multiple times and each one came back negative. But Dee Dee told doctor, doctors that Gypsy had it and she was forced to use a wheelchair all of the time, even though she was able to walk just fine on her own. I'm not sure why the doctors believe Dee Dee. It could be because Dee Dee is telling them the same lie that her medical records were destroyed in Hurricane Katrina and they didn't want any lawsuits or whatever. So they just do whatever the you know the mothers asking them to do Epilepsy. Dee Dee told doctors that Gypsy has seizures all the time, and she's given anti-seizure medication that she would be on for a very long time. One of the side effects of this medication is it causes oral problems. This caused some of Gypsy's teeth to rot and fall out. Her mom told people it was because she was allergic to sugar. She eventually had Gypsy's teeth removed because they were rotting. Dee Dee would also numb Gypsy's gums with Origel and it would cause her to drool really bad. So Dee Dee takes her and Gypsy ended up having surgery to have her salivary glands removed. I don't even know if I pronounced that right. Salivary glands, I guess would be the word. Salivary glands removed. So basically she's unable to, um, it's supposed to stop her from drooling, but she's only drooling because her mom is putting Origel on her freaking gums. I mean, she was completely normal, as I've mentioned a bunch of times. 
severe asthma and sleep apnea, and she was using inhalers and a breathing machine at night. Keep in mind that Gypsy was taking around 30 different medications a day, when in reality, she didn't need any of them. The only real ailment that Gypsy had was a lazy eye. This is very common, and it only needs glasses to correct. It's nothing that's going to impact your life drastically. I know people who have a lazy eye, and they can drive and work and so on. Gypsy was forced to wear real thick glasses and also hearing aids, even though her vision and hearing were perfect. Her mother claimed she had hearing issues caused by the muscular dystrophy. One of the worst things was she was forced to be fed from a feeding tube all the time. The feeding tube surgery was a very painful one. A tube was inserted into her stomach, and that's how she would be fed going forward. They never left the house without Gypsy's feeding tube and her oxygen tank. Gypsy says now, looking back at her childhood, that she saw her mother as an angel who could do no wrong. She saw her mom as someone who couldn't work because she was always taking care of her. She loved her mom dearly back then and depended on her to provide the best care for all these ailments. Gypsy was just completely brainwashed. As she is growing up, her mother is telling people that Gypsy has major brain damage that causes her to have the mental capacity of a seven-year-old, but she doesn't. Gypsy may be a little slow and uneducated, but I attribute this to being so sheltered, like she was 13 and playing with baby dolls. She doesn't know any other life except what her mom is telling her. She taught herself how to read through Harry Potter books. When she would visit her dad, he believed Dee Dee, and Gypsy never pulled him to the side like, hey, I can really walk or anything like that. Her dad had remarried, and her stepmom didn't suspect anything either. I think Gypsy knew she had to continue this act. Her mom was always right there at her side anyway, so it was impossible for her to alert anyone that she was able to walk and that she wasn't sick. Most of the visits with her dad were just her talking on the phone to him with her mom right there. Dee Dee kept such a tight leash on her that she really couldn't do anything. It's been verified that Rod was sending Dee Dee $1,200 a month in child support, but Dee Dee told neighbors that he was a deadbeat who never sends them any money. As I mentioned earlier, Dee Dee and Gypsy are known all around by lots of people. They see Dee Dee taking Gypsy out in her wheelchair, and they charmed everyone. I mean, if I saw a single mom with a child who was severely ill, I would want to help them out too. They are showered with gifts and even trips to places like Disneyland through the Ronald McDonald organization. They were given a brand new house to live in for free. It was built by Habitat for Humanity. A local car dealership also donated a van with a wheelchair ramp. She got free passes to Miranda Lambert concerts where her and her mom would get photos with her. Dee Dee continued to make sure everyone knew just how sick her daughter was. They appeared to be best friends and her mother doted on her. The pair was living in Missouri and Dee Dee told everyone that her and Gypsy had escaped from New Orleans when Hurricane Katrina hit. Their story was very convincing. Gypsy is still growing up. 
She's a teenager now, and she isn't allowed to use the internet except this Facebook page that she had to share with her mom. Gypsy is still in and out of the emergency room all the time for various things. She was on so many different medications, and she had multiple surgeries that she may be just experiencing the side effects, or maybe it was just made up like everything else. Gypsy had tubes inserted into her ears because her mom said she kept getting ear infections, but she never did. Her mom would just tell the doctors her symptoms and they believed her. Gypsy didn't have typical teenage years. She wasn't allowed to wear makeup or talk to boys or play video games or whatever. She was caught using the internet after her mom went to bed one night and her mom took a hammer and beat the computer until it was broken into little pieces. She told Gypsy she would do the same thing to her fingers if she ever caught her again. She then handcuffed Gypsy to the bed for two weeks. They eventually got another computer, but the same rules applied. She had to share a Facebook page with her mom, and that's it. At this point, it's around 2012. Gypsy is 20, but her mom is telling people that she's a lot younger than she really is. Her birth certificate was destroyed. She wants people to believe Gypsy is still about 13 years old. Gypsy was childlike after so many years of being sheltered, so it was pretty easy to pull off. Gypsy continues to use the internet after her mom goes to bed. She even made five different Facebook accounts. She meets a guy from Wisconsin, and his name is Nicholas Gojon. Nick was a good bit older than Gypsy. He also had a long criminal history. He also has a long record of mental illness and seems to have this dis dissociative personality, like he would pretend he's a 500-year-old vampire and so on. In 2014, Gypsy is now truly 23 years old, but according to her mom, she's like 15. Gypsy gets into her wheelchair like she does every day and rolls over to a neighbor's house named Aaliyah. Aaliyah is a couple years older than Gypsy. Well, she tells her that she met a man online and she wanted to escape and marry him. They even discuss names of their children. They exchange sexual messages and nude photos. Aaliyah is like, wait, you're 15. You're way too young to be thinking about this kind of stuff. Aaliyah is also thinking that Gypsy is this sweet, innocent girl with major health problems and this man is taking advantage of that. But Aaliyah thinks that this is all just a fantasy and Gypsy wouldn't really run off with him. After months and months of talking online, Nick and Gypsy hatched a plan that they could finally meet each other. It was extremely hard though because Dee Dee keeps such a tight leash on Gypsy. Gypsy tells Nick that there's a new Cinderella movie, movie coming out that her mom was going to take her to see. Gypsy was able to wire him money through PayPal or whatever so he could travel states away to see her. Just buy a ticket and I'll make sure we sit next to you at the theater. Gypsy gets loaded into her wheelchair with her oxygen tank and feeding tube still in place. Dee Dee liked to dress Gypsy up as different princess characters. They're going to see the new Cinderella movie so she's wearing a Cinderella costume and a long blonde wig. They go to the movies, and sure enough, Nick is there. Gypsy shows, Gypsy shows her mom where she wants to sit. Her and Nick held hands, but it was dark, and her mom wasn't able to see her doing that. 
Her mom has no idea that this stranger sitting next to them in the theater was talking to Gypsy online for a long time. Their plan is working. Gypsy tells her mom she has to go to the bathroom. Her mom lets her go by herself. A couple minutes later, Nick gets up and he goes into the bathroom stall where Gypsy is. For the first time, Gypsy has sex. Her and Nick make their way back to the movie room separately. Keep in mind, I know Gypsy is wearing her Cinderella costume and so on, but she is really a 24-year-old. Gypsy wanted what everyone else had. She's not mentally handicapped. She doesn't have all these things she has to portray herself to have. She wanted a boyfriend. She wanted anyone to give her attention. She found exactly what she was looking for in Nick. He's still a real bad criminal with a lot of things going on in his life, but he was giving her attention and she was loving the way he spoke to her like a woman instead of this sick child. There's a lot of issues here. Keep in mind, Nick has a very low IQ. He's mentally unwell. As I mentioned, he has dissociative personality. He does bad things and says it was his other personality, like his arrest for masturbating inside a McDonald's dining area. He even has names for each personality. He's autistic and his late, his attorneys would later say that it was hard for him to figure out reality versus fantasy. He was also a very lonely person who had no friends, no job or no guidance. Gypsy and Nick continue their online relationship after Dee Dee would go to bed. Eventually, Gypsy revealed the truth to Nick about everything, her health, her ability to walk, and the abuse that she was suffering at home. Gypsy decides that the only way she is ever going to have a normal life and be able to be with Nick is if her mom was dead. She asked Nick to do it. Nick says he won't kill her, but his other personality, which is a 500-year-old vampire, would. This personality's name is Victor. Victor is his evil side. This case was widely publicized on the Dr. Phil show. Now, Dr. Phil claims this whole dissociative personality was just a facade. I listened to like all seven hours of Dr. Phil's podcast about this, and he truly believes Nick was making this whole thing up and that he is really of sound mind, and he used that as a way to trick Gypsy into getting what he wanted. Do what you want with that info. I just thought you guys should have a professional's view of Nick, even if it is a celebrity like Dr. Phil. In June of 2015, Nick travels to Gypsy's house, and his other personality, the 500-year-old vampire Victor, is going to kill Dee Dee. He tells Gypsy that she has to shave off every fiber of her hair from her body and wear an all-white nightgown or robe. Gypsy does both of these things. He shows up late one night while Dee Dee is sleeping. Gypsy hands him duct tape, a knife, and gloves. Gypsy later claimed that she didn't really expect him to do it. She hid in a bathroom and covered her ears. Nick stabbed Dee Dee several times. Dee Dee was screaming for Gypsy to come save her. Once he is finished killing Dee Dee, Nick wants to have sex with her corpse. Gypsy says, do it to me instead. Then they leave the house, taking the murder weapon with them and $4,000 in cash from Dee Dee's safe. They mail the knife to Nick's house in Wisconsin, where he lived with his parents. 
They get a taxi, and the taxi driver still remembers picking them up because they seemed really off. He noted Gypsy looked and sounded like a 12-year-old girl, but she had the attitude of a 40-year-old woman and seemed kind of mean. Remember, Gypsy is free now. She's able to walk and get around just fine. She doesn't have to use her feeding tube and all that other medical bullshit. They go to a hotel room and Gypsy records a video of her and Nick and she's being really playful and saying all the things that they were going to do sexually. He and Gypsy were living independently. They went out to the Waffle House to eat. They went to Walmart. They traveled to Nick's house in Wisconsin. And Nick says today that those five days he spent riding buses and sleeping in hotels with Gypsy were the best days of his life. Gypsy gets a phone and logs into the Facebook page that her and Dee Dee share and posts the following, that bitch is dead. That Facebook page is still up to this day and that post is the last update. I read it just a few minutes ago. It's got all these comments from concerned friends and like someone go check on Dee Dee and Gypsy. I read through all the comments and people are saying how sweet Dee Dee and Gypsy are and people are afraid something has happened to them. Another post pops up shortly after that that reads, I slashed that fat pig and raped her sweet innocent daughter. Her scream was so loud. LOL. Gypsy said her intention was to scare people into thinking that Dee Dee had been killed and that she had been kidnapped. She thought if people knew she was gone, they would just think that she was missing and missing people go unfound all the time. She thought that she was going to remain a missing person. Their Facebook friends call the police and when they get there, they find Dee Dee's body that had been there for days. They also see Gypsy's wheelchair is still there. So everyone is convinced that Gypsy was kidnapped and this killer is carrying her around or killed her as well because Gypsy can't walk. The police were able to trace the Facebook post back to Nick's house through an IP address. So a SWAT team descends on the house and Nick and Gypsy are arrested. When Gypsy is shown on the news after her arrest, people are shook. They see Gypsy walking around and everyone is like, she can walk? They couldn't believe that Gypsy is a 24-year-old who was up and walking. They thought she was this mentally challenged, disabled young girl. That's all they've ever known her as. Even the neighbors are shocked. For three years, Gypsy had dreamed of a life with Nick. Instead, she got five days. Gypsy is interrogated by police and starts crying, saying she doesn't know what happened to her mom. She cries when they tell her her mom was dead. Police aren't buying Gypsy's story. Everything eventually comes out, all of Dee Dee's lies and schemes, Gypsy's ability to walk, the online relationship that she had with Nick. Their plan to kill Dee Dee so that they could be together, was that was their plan, that they were going to kill Dee Dee and they would be together and that Gypsy would be free. Nick says Gypsy is the mastermind behind the killing and he was just basically a hired hitman. This was a lengthy, very public trial. All of Gypsy's mother's secrets were revealed. Nick was sentenced to life in prison for the murder of Dee Dee Blanchard and Gypsy was given 10 years for her involvement. No one would pay for Dee Dee's funeral. Her ashes were flushed down the toilet by a family member. Dee Dee is now hated by her family and friends for what she did to Gypsy all of those years. 
Nick still says that he is madly in love with Gypsy and that she is his soulmate. He said Gypsy treated him like a human and vice versa. Gypsy has grown very close to her dad and her stepmom. They visit her every week in prison and they've, you know, been extremely supportive. Um, Gypsy doesn't want anything to do with Nick these days. She kind of, she did for about the first year, but then now she's like, I don't want anything to do with him. She's even gotten engaged to someone who writes her. And this guy doesn't have a criminal history and so on. Her dad and stepmom have met him multiple times and the family is very tight now. There is a big movement and lots of petitions called Free Gypsy. People, including myself, feel Gypsy is a victim. Of course, I don't like murder, and I would have loved to have seen the day Dee Dee would have had to face the court and be tried for her actions, but Gypsy had very limited resources, and her mother was severely abusing her for her entire life. If it wouldn't have been for Gypsy sneaking onto the internet, she would have never known that there was a different kind of life out there. Gypsy is still incarcerated at the Chillicothe Correctional Facility. She is eligible for parole in 2023. If she serves her entire sentence, she will be 35 when she is released. She says today, The prison that I was living in before with my mom, it's like I couldn't walk, I couldn't eat, I couldn't have friends, I couldn't go outside and play and play or do anything. Over here, I feel like I'm freer in prison than with living with my mom because now I'm allowed to just live like a normal woman. She also said it was not because I hated her. It was because I wanted to be free. That's it for this week. You can find police interviews and more about this case if you just Google her name. There's literally a ton of info out there. Take care and I'll see you all soon.